If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Duke Nukem. And when I'm not out slaying aliens and saving Earth's babes, I'm listening to Podcast Unlocked. Hail to the podcast, baby! Podcast Unlocked. What's happening, folks? Welcome to Podcast Unlocked. Wow, the sound in here without the, the soundproofing on the back wall. Yeah, you notice it a lot. Is, awesome. is 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 gone. I don't know what the hell's going on in here, More but bouncy. now it's super reverby in here, and yeah. I don't like it. We're, I'm going to go on record. We took it off because we're replacing it with newer, better yeah. stuff. It's just it got shipped today, so <laughs> yeah. it's not up yet. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Sean Finnegan, the Shark. Hello, everyone. Destin Legary, Alana Pierce will be here momentarily. She is uh, running a bit behind, and I must apologize. It, uh, we're going to have a short show. We have some crazy schedule things going on today in this room. I got Beyond's got to go after this, and we got an eSports weekly show that's on Sirius XM. It's a whole thing. Apologies in advance. This will not be one of our hour and a half <laughs> usual. You got that one last week. It does yeah. seem like yeah. our sh- we've been getting longer and longer and longer. People like the long episodes. They, do, they like huh? to kill their commutes and things, which uh, I'm happy to help do that. But this week, I'm sorry, it will not be that way. We're looking at about a 35 to 40 minute show this week. So uh, I want to say happy 420 to those of you who are celebrating because oh, it is April 20th. <laughs> I'm changing oh, my gamer right. tag. <laughs> yeah, I'm changing my gamer tag to Bong Ripper 420 to nice. celebrate the oh, occasion. Perfect. So add me on Xbox Live. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Don't do that. <laughs> You'll be adding someone, but it won't be me. I'm sure that gamer tag's taken, right? He's really, he's really slow. He's really slow about <laughs> accepting friend requests. <laughs> Someone's got to have that one. Uh, let's talk real quick, guys. So. Finnegan, you have you you finished Quantum Break, right? Yeah, I finished it a few days ago. And uh, Destin, you have not started on it yet. I didn't start. I'm too hooked on. I know Destin. Alana's playing, but she, last when I talked to her yesterday, she was I think in episode or Act Two. So I want to get real quick before I go on a little rant because yeah. I, I want to just hear your thoughts on it since you're the first of our of the Unlock cast to have finished the game. So I really like it. I think I talked a little bit about it on the show before. There she but, is. Come, come on, on in. Welcome, Alana. <laughs> Only. You're only two, literally two minutes late, so we can we can live with that. I just yeah. want to point out, have a seat. I'm late because Marty told me it was at two. I hope that he told nope. you that. Beyond, so he was two. trying to well, steal yeah. you for Beyond then because they're at two. Yeah. Well, he said unlocked was at two, and he lied. So. He is a liar. Way to go, Marty. He's a horrible liar. Like yeah. you said at the beginning, lots of scheduling. We're talking errors about yeah. Quantum yeah. Break. Oh, okay. Just how, right. yeah, how far are oh, you? Also, is this our trophy? I'll explain yeah, that in yes. a minute. I'll explain Excellent. that in a minute. <laughs> how yeah. far are you through the game now? Uh, I'm still only in the middle of Act Two. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So I'll I finished it. I finished it recently, and without going into any spoilers, I really like it. I am a big sci-fi nerd, and I love and a like, filmmaker and a filmmaker. So like, it's kind of a nice mix between playing a video game and watching a TV show, yeah. and the TV show is pretty cool too. Uh, but also, just the time travel story is unique in a way, and I don't want to give too much away for no. those who haven't played it. But like, it's a hard thing to make unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's a lot of really, really good time travel stories, all different manners of how time travel works, like, mechanically. In Quantum Break, they've come up with a new thing with how time travel works and kind of the stipulations with it works, and I think they work within that framework super well. Yeah. And so, to me, I've, you know, I thought it was real cool. So and what, it's fun to play. How, how long is it? 
Uh, my playtime total, and I don't know if this includes watching the episodes. Which but are I, like 20 plus minutes each. Yeah, but it came in at 10 hours and 49 minutes. Yeah, that sounds about okay. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I want to. I'm not going to spoil anything for you or for anybody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I I expected to finish last night. Yeah. I started last night at the beginning of of Act Five, knowing I just looked. I was like, "How long is the game? How, you know, am I going to finish this before I leave for Pax East?" Uh, which, by the way, we're recording early, a day early, which means 100% like Microsoft's buy a Nintendo tomorrow or some other <laughs> <Yeah>. crazy thing. <laughs> Something always happen. happens when yeah. we record early. I'll be on a plane and I'll just hit the ground with texts just blowing <laughs> up like, oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> yep. But uh, so I'm really liking the game. We started to talk a little last week. Uh, some of the live action episodes are a bit cheesy. Yeah. But some of it, it's kind of really good, too. A lot of it's really good. Yeah. And the gameplay, I like the gameplay a lot. I do wish, I really, as I think I said last time, I really want a dive button, a, a Max Payne-style dive button. You can't yeah. even fire from the hip in this game. Yeah. That's, which is a little weird, because there have been guys, mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, but really, once you get into the flow of like yeah. how, like, how long the cooldowns on all of your abilities are, and you're weaving your abilities together right. in unique ways, like, I think it gets so fun. Like, they, once yeah, I yeah. started, once I got the time rush, which happens about midway through the game, and you can run into people and then, like, melee them to kind of initiate oh, yeah. a battle, mm-hmm. like, I, it was a new way of engaging groups of enemies. I'd sprint in there, like, just appear next to them, immediately melee one guy out, dodge a second one, freeze another guy, yeah. and then shoot the guy who's frozen, and then the other guy still doesn't know where I am because I dodged him. It's just mm-hmm. it's a really it's good super thing to cool. add yeah. because I've, often when I'm playing and I play the exact same way every time, like I'm always in cover, right? And I only ever pick them up one yeah. by one. So adding like cool melee powers is it's true. They that. they want you to use all the of those time yeah. abilities. But here's my thing: I've really enjoyed the game so far. I like you. I I've, I've enjoyed the ebb and flow of. You know, play for a while, shoot a bunch of guys, work through the battles, and then, okay, I'm going to grab some cookies, kick mm-hmm, back, mm-hmm. watch an episode of the live action, and then go to bed. It's been a nice rhythm to it. And it's it's all gone. You know, there have been a couple of sections <clears throat> where I've had to maybe retry once or twice. <clears throat> but I will tell you what, this this set off a pet peeve of mine last night. The last boss, the final <laughs> encounter of the game, I hate it. I haven't yeah. finished it. I stopped at like 1.30 in the morning because I was like, I'm already going to be exhausted tomorrow. And, you know, you get to that point because, you know, for me, I, I'm, I'm often finishing games late at night because I play late at night. Totally. You know, I don't play during the day. So I'm exhausted <clears throat> and I know it's, it's all just compounding. It's all just snowballing. And I'm getting madder and angrier and more frustrated and upset. Is it grindy or? It's, mm, it's just. It's I don't want to give too much away, but it's not really perceptible how you're taking damage. Let's put it Correct. that way. Correct. The oh. first five times I died, I was like, I don't even know what, what I'm yeah. supposed to do. <laughs> Literally, I, it took me... I did the same thing. It took me a, an absurd amount of tries for how simple it ends up actually being. Right. But like, yeah, 10 or 15 times I died. And about half those times I was like, so I guess I can't be standing there. But no, right. like there's nothing on the screen that's really telling me that. Right. You mm-hmm. know? And not that, you know, not that I want my handheld. I, I want about too many handholdy games all the time but i just think the design is it's dumb Especially i just think if it's, it's inconsistent bad. with the rest of the game it is yeah. and it's i think it's just poor game design for from a studio that i expect better from i mean it's yeah. max Payne, max Payne 2 alan wake just great games start to finish and they're action you know i i started thinking more about it it's a lot of action games and shooters in general seem to have this problem where I'm not a game designer, and I don't pretend to be. I don't have the answers, so let me preface by saying that. But it seems like so many action games just end the same way, and that's with, okay, you know you're at the end of the game when you have to run the gauntlet. Mm -hmm. It's everything that you've seen up till now, you're going to see all of that at once, maybe two or three or four or five of of all of them. We're just going to throw the kitchen sink at you, and mm-hmm. that's and then okay that, now the game's over mm-hmm, and yeah. sometimes there's a crappy boss fight mixed in as well which is the case here and I just I think it's it's really affected my overall enjoyment what, of, of a game that I really like otherwise yeah but it's just this 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 last encounter is terribly designed and some very nice people I took my frustration to Twitter last night <laughs> and some very Don't kind fans. Said, okay, well, I did, I did it this you way. This is how I did it. And all their descriptions were of basically just 
strategies to cheese it because that's how you mm-hmm. have to do it. And I, w- I wrote back to a couple people and I said, thanks for the tip. And you know what I'd like to ask the game designers? How is that fun? Mm-hmm. If yeah. that's how you have to beat it, how is that fun? It's not. I mean, I wonder if it's, it's, it's literally not meant to be fun, if it's meant to feel climactic. Like, the difficulty is it meant doesn't. to make it climactic. <laughs> but I feel like that's probably what they want. So then when you're done, <clears throat> there's, like, some kind of adrenaline, and you come off that, and that's the end Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, Dark Souls nails that. You know, you encounter true. this huge boss, you take him out, and you die, and you die, and you die. But, like, when you finally figure out his pattern, you get him, you're like, yeah! Yeah, no, Dark Souls never feels like it's your fault. And that's the thing, is, like, and that's where Quantum Break doesn't do it as well is like it's hard but it's not hard because it's just difficult mechanically but you mm-hmm. understand the mechanics it's literally like the first 10 times you're like wait why did I die it's not yeah. clear mm-hmm. why you're dying yeah. and once ridiculous. you figure it out then you're like okay so I guess I literally just have to and I'm not going to spoil it yeah. for anyone mm-hmm. but and then you do it and you're like oh okay but, so <laughs> it's Dustin, that the thing yeah, about you know? that is it's the, the problem with that that's what you're saying is, is I can accept it minus the part where it's totally incongruous with, with the rest of Quantum Break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A game that's just, you know, it's a smooth sailing, just, you know, yeah. fun action game. If, I, it's, if it's Dark Souls or Ninja Gaiden where, like, the whole game is built around those peaks and valleys of boss fights and challenges, but it just doesn't, it's out of place in it, this game. Yeah. It, it almost sounds it like affects the game. In a it almost way. sounds like the same problem that Deus Ex had, where they outsourced all the boss battles. So like you go through this whole one style of gameplay yeah. throughout the whole game, and then all of a sudden you fight a boss, and it's yeah. just like just nuke the boss. A basically. lot of games mm-hmm. have, have suffered know, from this, and uh, that's really unfortunate that we're still so, seeing that problem in game. Design. I, I want to say that I really, I mean, I haven't seen the ending yet, uh, which I'm eager to see. And but up till now, I really like the game overall. I'm very happy with it, but... Are you invested in the story? I actually am. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I, I really am. Like, and the live action has been a big part of that, mm-hmm. for sure. That's what I was about to say, is I actually want to do a big feature about this, because I think it's so interesting that, like, one, storytelling in video games is a very unique thing, because it's not, like, it's at odds with gameplay, but this is one where you get storytelling through gameplay, through a particular set of characters, and then the total other side through a totally different yes. means that's affected by the gameplay. So you have actually... 50% more story to kind of consume yeah. than you would in a normal video game. And and I want to awesome. and I want to tip my hat to Remedy too because it's a hell of an undertaking to have totally. not only yeah. written written a whole game, written and designed a whole game, but to have written a complimentary live action show. Ro- they wrote it, they casted it, they shot it, they edited it. I mean, it, they, Did they they Remedy do all of that? Uh they I'm sure I, they worked I, with the production. Of company, course, but, but they I, control the creator. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. I heard a rumor. I, I don't know if this. I think it was shot in Atlanta. Is what I is. I feel I, like I heard that too. Because I inquired about doing a set visit a long time ago. Like, oh, it would be. I was pitching them. Like, oh, it would be cool to do. This was back when Quantum Break was just like nobody'd heard from it in a while. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. they must be shooting the live action stuff. It'd be cool to see that. So I think they were shooting it in Atlanta. But anyway, hmm. a lot of production so, does happen out of that. I appreciate yeah. that they genuinely tried to bring something new to video game storytelling, and they succeeded in that. I just it's just to me it's too bad that I I really think the the my overall thoughts on the game are are have are definitely negatively affected by this super just cheesy design decision at the end of the game. It didn't affect my overall perspective too much. To me the game is actually underrated by most people. Like I've been looking at reviews cuz I really really like the game for yeah. me. It's like very mixed reviews. It's like on a the 9. Oh, really? Like it's pretty and strong th- And that's for me. great. That's you're yeah. totally justified in that. But yeah, I've been looking around trying to figure out like what other people's critiques are and whether or not they're, you know, congruent with mine. But uh ultimately, yeah, like that boss battle sours it a little bit, but not too much yeah. because really it ends up being a fraction of the amount of time you spend in and, the game. And maybe when I finish it, which I'm hoping to be tonight because I am getting on a plane yeah. tomorrow, I'll feel differently. Yeah. And what usually happens for me, I don't know about you guys, is when I hit a wall like that and I finally I rage break. quit, yeah. whenever I start it up the next day, I usually it get it on like you, the yeah. first try. Yeah. You know, and where I've done, slept. And forget I've... <laughs> about it. Yeah. Uh, and plus, like, just the design of that, it's annoying, but it pales in shade to a lot of the really cool moments that happen in the game. Like, yes. There's some awesome moments that, like, I have, you know, I'm a big... I love time travel. I feel like I've seen it all out there. And there's times when, like, something happens in the game. And I'm like, there's the time stutters, for instance. Yeah. You spend a long time, like, getting used to the... Being able to manipulate the, the, the flow of time until the, until the time flow stops entirely. And you're the only person capable of moving in this world. Mm-hmm. And you get used to that. And then all of a sudden, someone else moves. And you're like... 
It stands out like a sore thumb. It's actually frightening to see someone else move when everything is frozen. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> it's actually terrifying. That's it's really, really cool, cool, man. Very so, cool. Uh, Remedy, I love you, but <clears throat> my goodness, please, next time. You're better than this. Better last boss. I can't remember Please. any boss fights in Max Payne. Yeah, or really... Wait, yeah, is Alan there a boss fight in Alan Wake? I cannot... What, you, Alan you, Wake is kind of like You fight the, the baby fight. blood level and not falling off the ledge, sir. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you fight your frustrations there. But, but I don't know, know if there's an actual boss fight in Isn't like that, that whole level where you're like in hell and it's like you have to disintegrate the words and the words are the narrative? That's kind of like the boss level, but mm, there's no like... Boss. AI but, unit, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the interest of time, because we have, so we we have a yeah, hard out. We, we got everybody's oh, we're just, still the, the schedule's the all backed up. Yeah. But I'll say that I, in the end, uh, I don't like Quantum Break as much as I like Alan Wake and the Mac, the t- first two Max Paynes. But I, I probably appreciate Quantum Break more because of the new ground risk. it pushes into. Yeah, and the risks it takes. So uh, good stuff from Remedy, and I'm looking forward to watching. The actual ending tonight after I finish this <laughs> you do. dumb boss battle. But yeah. uh, so real quick, we're off to Pax East. Yes, you know I'm right? not. No, I'm you, not either. No, but the two of us I'm and Marty. Very anyway, sad. I, I really wanted to go. So yes, three fifths of the Unlock crew will be there, and we have uh, two two meet and greets. One's the sort of the official one, and one's sort of a will be there thing. Just wanted to give you guys the information real quick. So Thursday. That's this Thursday, April 21st, from 8 p.m. to midnight. We're at the Candy Bar. That's candy with an I, uh, which I don't know where that is. Look it up. It looks very nice. But the, the link to sign up for, to get your name on the guest list is, this is a wonderful URL, my goodness. <laughs> IGN presents Battleborn Community dot splash that dot com. Also, Got should all we that? mention that tickets are free? Tickets are free. So you just have to sign yeah. up, uh, but you don't have to pay. To Is that a candy bar? bar? There'll be, I'm told bar? there'll be gaming stations, a photo booth, prizes for the first 300 guests, and tons of surprises, plus IGN's Alana Pierce, hey, that's you, that's me. and Damon Hatfield will be providing special DJ guest sets. So, nice. And then the other one, the sort of official meet and greet, uh, which is the, uh, at the Royale. Apparently it's just down the street. It's the same. It's a similar location. Mm-hmm. That is happening on Saturday. That's April twenty third, from ten p.m. to midnight. That's a twenty. Actually, both of these are twenty one and overs, by the yeah. way, because they are bars. So apologies in advance. And the link for that is IGN Meet and Greet presented by Two K. <sighs> dot <laughs> splash that. Dot com. My goodness. and that's meet forward slash IGN dash the letter N. Yeah, I look Agreed. forward to seeing none of you there because nobody can understand that well, horrible okay. URL. Well, put a link is, in the story. I've uh, I've pinned them, so I've retweeted them from the IGN account. They're yep. my pinned tweets. So oh, good. So if you do that to come to one of Ryan and I's Twitters, and you'll be able to find them really yes. easily. Yes, um, uh, but I'm, or go to twitter.com/dmc. I'm serious. I'm genuinely <laughs> looking forward to meeting a number of you East Coast folks because you know we had our open or what do we call them uh, house party, the two of them last year. That was a few. Crazy, amazing people flew out from the East Coast for it, but it was mostly, you know, West Coast folks. Looking forward to meeting some East Coast Unlocked fans. Uh, yeah, we've ha- also got a panel. So that one's directly after oh, yeah. our panel, which is at uh, 8 p.m. I think it's 8 p.m. I think you're right. Uh, oh, that's yeah. awesome. What's the panel? Uh, the panel is basically... Game anniversaries, Yeah, talking right? about, like, the 16 amazing anniversaries. Nice. That yeah, just a fun yeah, topic. So. Yeah. So uh, let's meet. Let's take pictures. Can we all agree, though, in the interest... I've been warned... I've been literally... Warned about the Pax Plague. Oh, Could happens. we all agree to maybe fist bump and not shake hands? Can mm-hmm. we have a Can we have an agreement? Or just carry hand sanitizer everywhere. Well, I do that Ryan anyway. Does that I have it in my back pocket <laughs> every convention. But brilliant. So you know, maybe fist bump. That would be great. Yeah. There you go. It's as good as a handshake. Let's yeah. all Let's all agree on that. <laughs> okay. And finally, one more thing: the object in the middle of the table that you've probably been staring at because it's amazing. You remember last year we had the Dookie Trophy. It was that spawned, I immediately broke. It was spawned as an as a, um, incredible idea, uh, incredibly crazy idea by us, thinking when we said we should have a, a, a trivia prize for the whole year 
for unlock. Are you breaking it again? Nope, nope. Just making sure nothing came off because like it feels so smooth. Stop touching yeah. it. So anyway, we, stop we, touching it. It's going to be mine at the trophy. end of the show. We had the, the Dookie last year, which Destin won in a last-second thriller yeah. in December. So this year, we half-jokingly said, well, this year, the trophy should be we had the Dookie. Mm-hmm. We should move to the next controller, which is the controller S. So we should have the SE. And I want to thank, let me make sure I get his name right here. So Christopher Calendaropolis. Calander, I don't know if I'm enunciating that Calendaropolis, I like that. Calander, Calendaropolis? Calendaropolis, Calendar- I would think. I don't know. Cool last name, either way. Anyway, Christopher, uh, who's by the way, he's... I think you got it, Ryan. His gamer tag is eggplant with an E on the end. Calendaropolis. Calendaropolis. Really this is cool. just a, a fun, it's a fun so name to say. He took it upon yeah. himself... To make the SE, which here it is. It arrived in the mail. It's incredible. It's, it's really it is nice. a stack of Xbox games. We're going to pretend they're original Xbox games. They might actually be, for all we know. We don't. I don't know what's under that gold We'll have paint. to open it and find out. Uh, with a controller <laughs> S on top, mounted on what you can't see here on the camera, is an original Xbox media remote. So, and they're actually all real. Which yeah. is all, those are all real. All real. They've been attached with. Some I want to thank him. It looks like he took it apart and individually did each piece I mean, he must because have. these aren't colored. Yeah. So either he would have had to cover those very precisely, right. or he took apart the whole thing. Just an incredible work, really by good work, Christopher. Thank you so much. So this is what you are all playing for now this year. One of you will have this on your desk in 2017. I'm not going to lie. I want that. You should. <laughs> you should absolutely want that. Uh, let's come right back. We are quickly running out of time. We will get to the news. All right. News unlock time. We'll start with the rumor that doesn't want to die. And that is the old Xbox 1.5, the mid-cycle mm-hmm. upgrade. And this has been brought on in part by the now the PlayStation 4 Allegedly, the PlayStation 4K, the 4.5, or the now allegedly codenamed the Neo. Mm -hmm. The specs have allegedly leaked. Go listen to Beyond. They're going to have a huge discussion about all that. But what I wanted to talk about was something that The Verge followed up on, that they definitely have good sources over there, those guys. They are citing sources that saying that despite, of course, Phil Spencer's recent claim that he said... I'm not a big fan of Xbox One and a Half. If we're going to move forward, I want to move forward in big numbers. Which is why they moved from 360 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> so despite that, they have, The Verge has reached out, or they, they have confirmed with some sources of theirs, uh, and it is the following. This is quoted straight from The Verge. Sources familiar with Microsoft's Xbox plans have revealed to The Verge that the company has been testing a variety of prototype Xbox devices. Some of the prototypes have been tested with upgraded components you'd use to improve the performance of a PC gaming rig. In other words, things like graphics cards and CPUs. So one thing I like about console upgrades, go. being able to swap your hard drive. I wish the Xbox we can do that did that. Now. I wish the Xbox allowed well, you to like take the internal, the internal one out and put in yeah. a new one. That's a feature I really, really like that I wish the Xbox did. Yeah. So maybe if they, they are doing something new, it would be great if like there was more customizability. I, I wouldn't like think it would be that. Drive. I don't think it would be a modular situation. Mm-hmm. I, I no said this last night on Twitter, but I am not on board with the idea of upgradable consoles. I think it's bad for the consumer and I I think it sets a dangerous precedent well, that let's potentially could fragment the market. Mm-hmm. Like, What is your beef with it? Because I, I want to so, hear this so we can talk through it. Okay, so there's a couple of different ways to attack this. But yeah. I think the main thing is that, like, I think that releasing an upgrade of an existing item alienates your most loyal fan base. Like, the people who paid up front for the PS4 or the Xbox right. One at $500 or $400 are the ones who are, they're getting the middle finger from the company because they already paid for a console and now there's another console that plays the same games but better that they're now not getting or have the option to get for a similar price. So like I think that sucks. We so, don't know how it impacts the gameplay though. They wouldn't necessarily play better. So how is this so what I want to ask is how I, it's all going to be about how Sony and potentially Microsoft handle Marketing. The, the the sort of politics of it, right? Like, because I, I think everybody's fear, the reason that Sony's getting some backlash in the community right now, is everybody's afraid, and rightfully so, that even if Sony, even if they say, oh, no, of course, all, everything's going to still be coming to PlayStation 4, that really developers will turn their focus to the added power of Neo 
and games will, if they do come out on the regular PlayStation 4, they'll be gimped or crappy versions that don't that run poorly and just aren't that acceptable compared to a game that's just been developed with PS4 or Xbox One in mind. I understand that, but I feel like at some point, like what developers are going to strive to do is produce the 4K version or whatever upgraded version right. there is. Like when you go to E3 and you produce a vertical slice to sell your game to an audience or get people hyped, you're not going to show the base version that all consoles can play. You're going to show the nice but, one. But they already show those vertical slices on high end, the yeah, highest end PCs. And it's already misleading. But right. that's my point is like, well, I think like one consoles, I, I don't buy the whole. Well, we upgrade our PCs the same way, or we upgrade our phones the same way. Like that type of mentality and expectation is built into the philosophy of PC gaming. When you invest in a PC, PCs are so different. DS, yeah, is the exact same thing. They bring out a new one every single year, right? Which I also don't think is a good thing. But (laughs) like, I to compare that to consoles. Consoles are brought out like you know there was the Xbox 360, and then there was a Slim, and then there was the. Know, they have different versions that also play things the same way, which is kind of what I'm expecting from this yeah. console generation. But I don't think, like, so the Slim, that's the most viable argument, right? Is because it's just a different skew. Right. And a Slim is 100% happening. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's yeah. no, and I think that's I'm fine, fine yeah. with that. But, like, here's the thing is, like, so if you take a look at the difference in specs, like the proposed specs for PS4 Neo, uh, they're twice not, the CPU power and, a, and a, a bump up on the GPU as well. Totally. So here's the thing. They say it could be used, that extra horsepower could be used to produce a 4K version of the game, right? Which not, like you pointed out earlier, doesn't necessarily impact gameplay, right? But what if the developer decided, you know what, instead of resolution, which would be not that beneficial to our game, uh, we decided to lock a higher frame rate. And have less sales? Why would they do but, that? That's the thing, though, is like, like if it's better still... for the game, like if you could, if you let's say if you bought Destiny at 1080/30, it runs at 1080/30. Uh, oh, that's all. they can't do that because the developer would have to completely develop the game so that it runs on two two different versions of the but, same hardware. But that already that's happens why, in, P, yeah, in the PC space. It, it does in the PC it, space. You can't do that on so, console. To now. me, if this is only because so I, I think the key difference between now and and in the past and even so like the well, smartphone thing a huge undertaking. is. Like with smartphones, you know, some like some people that are iPhone people are on the the like uh, the main numbered year, uh, the number upgrade Six path, success. and then some people are on the S upgrade path, and it's all the same ecosystem. The new the whatever the newest one is just going to run your apps a little better, maybe a little zippier. That's that's it's the same thing here because Phil is already pledged. You know, remember Phil a month, two months ago was the first one to come out. And say that they would move forward with an evolving platform where everything now, everything that comes out now for Xbox One is going to work on future Xbox consoles, whatever form they take. So they're moving away from the hard reset with a new console and moving towards an ecosystem. They just they want to keep you in that ecosystem. So if if an Xbox 1.5 comes out, you might go. Forget that. I just bought an Xbox One. I'm not buying a 1.5. Well, then there'll be the two with nicer specs in another four years. Xbox maybe One Two. Maybe you'll buy that, and or maybe yeah, or maybe that's uh, a bummer, man. Or maybe you'll skip that and go. Well, I'm going to wait for two point five. Well, it's four point five because it would be the fourth Xbox. But I don't uh, like the idea of this. So I don't either. I think yeah. it's set. Like I said. Sure, it could all work in theory. You bring up a good point. It depends on how the developers treat it and For how sure. publishers treat it. That's but really what I, like, It sets a dangerous precedent because what if they treat it bad? Imagine being a kid convincing your parents that you need another PS4 it's because same, it's... Same thing that happens with DS and they still sell like crazy. Yeah. But, okay, well, DS is not exactly like, I don't think... They're also cheapo. But yeah, I understand it's a different, your point, but I don't think devs much. are going to do that. Like, you know, last generation, people were still bringing out games for the old generation for like the first year of the new generation. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. I think it's on the devs to try and make as much money as they can knowing that people and, can't. Right. And the install base is on the current machines. Exactly. Yeah. So they're going to the, need to cater to the current machines. Like developing a game like Destiny that runs on 360 and 1, like that's a huge undertaking it would be just as difficult i'm I mean, guessing to develop for xbox 1.5 yeah. well 
I mean, I don't know. I again, not being a game developer, it's really difficult for me to speculate on what exactly their problems are for. But if you were looking at Colin's Twitter this morning, our friend Colin Moriarty over at Kind of Funny, he said one of his trusted sources, who's a developer in the industry, says many devs are actually frustrated with this decision. Well, and that it presents a lot of roadblocks for would. developers. Yeah. We don't know yeah. the full context of that because in, in a tweet, you can't fit like. Totally. Well, why is it because Sony hasn't been clear about what those expectations about the two? Yeah versions of a game are or is it you know so we don't know the answer just, to that yeah like i just in my head as someone who i would feel alienated if i decided as a huge microsoft fan and a big like xbox supporter if i bought an xbox and then a year or two or three or yeah. however many years it ends up being a newer version of the same console exists that plays the games that i have already played better like knowing that there's a better experience right. out there that other people can potentially get but that i have to pay a similar amount but again for that sucks see, see that i'm like re- bringing the parallel back to like the versions of the xbox like the original xbox didn't have wi-fi built in you had to buy an external thing and then it's, they had yeah. one that built wi-fi and it was like, loud the same kind yeah. of and thing it, it was broke. really loud but those yeah. don't affect like the game but that's that, like features but the, 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 that's the whole, what this could i mean be. the wi-fi affects the game it's still an add-on that you have to buy like it's still and the noise does too. Like it's part of the console yeah. loading times or longer. Like it, it does. It affects everything. And but I, that, this is what I'm imagining. This is going to parallel. But you, uh, you bought your Xbox One on day one. But you've had it and enjoyed it for three or four years, whatever it is, before the this mid cycle upgrade, in theory, comes out. So I don't get that. I mean, I don't think you're necessarily getting the short end of the stick when you've been having all the fun that. A guy who who sat on the sidelines and is now going to buy the 1.5 jumps in for the same price that you paid four years ago and gets. Like you've gotten your money's worth out of it. It's so. Weird or if you haven't, it's up. It's on you that you didn't. They are, and we upgrade phones all the time. But phones progress at a much rapid or like a much higher pace. Yeah, like, my phone's two years old. It's an iPhone five. I'm pretty sure it's two years old, and I can't uh, get the fastest internet speed like i pretty much can't connect to internet anywhere in yeah. san francisco because the carrier that just think the about carriers this. don't provide how old my, my right is. right like the first iphone the very first iphone came out 10 years ago like just 10 years ago oh, not so even weird. like not it even yes, it was yeah. nine years ago yeah announced in 07 like released in 08 so less even think, than a decade yeah and man to think of that how unusable that first generation phone is to, to draw a console parallel, in 2006, I was playing 360, and I still play. I, my 360 still works. I still have games on it. Like, it works perfectly fine. It's still usable. Like, I don't think that, oh, oh, this is how tech works nowadays. Look at phones. Look at computers. Look at all this other stuff. Look at tablets. Because those upgrade regularly, I don't think that that's, an, that's a reason to make console upgrades happen regularly either. Like, again, I think it just sets a dangerous precedent. Yeah, I feel like I was saying. I feel like we don't have enough information about what exactly the upgrades. Yeah, like Ryan brings up a good point. It depends on how it's treated. Like if it's treated really, really well and doesn't fragment the market, then all sure. But if you know, I think it's on Sony, and and in this case, we're talking about Microsoft. If if a one point five kind of situation, even though you know Phil won't call it that, but if a if an upgrade does happen, you know, it's on Microsoft to say, okay, well. For all you early adopters, for anybody that's got an Xbox now, we're going to give you $150 off the new one. Yeah, so that was the other thing. Is we talked briefly about it off camera, but there's a company that manufactures high-end digital cinema cameras called Red. Yes, this was a good analogy. These right? cameras are fifty, sixty thousand dollar cameras. So people who buy them, uh, you know, they're professionals. They use them really, really, like you know, frequently. Yeah, frequently, and put a lot of work onto them. Uh, and with an investment that huge, one would say, like, well, what happens when it becomes eventually obsolete with new camera tech, right? Well, Red offers those people a path. It's called an upgrade path where at a subsidized price you can upgrade the tech in the camera to whatever the new tech is at far less the cost than what it would be just to, like, buy right. it outright. I mean, we kind of have that from our retailers. You can trade in and trade your old console and then they usually have a deal where you can get the new one. Well, cheaper. except that... Yeah, but with the we, way the market shifted where everybody buys everything on no, Amazon... No, but I mean, like, I would, love to see, I would love to see an official PlayStation or Microsoft trade-in so that yeah, that... I agree. That, because that, yeah. When, yeah. when you're doing that with a retailer... The it's retail, up to the retailer. Well, it's yeah. also... The, it's, the retailer is just... That's benefiting the retailer, not you. Yeah. You know, whereas... Or the company, even. Like Microsoft or whoever, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, they can't quality control it as well as they would be able to if they c- controlled it themselves. That's all. Yeah, so we'll like, see. I'm just wary. Like, I worry for consumers. That's all. Like, I don't for know sure. if it's good for consumers. Obviously, it's in 
it's in the best interest of Microsoft and Sony to try and lay an early claim to 4K gaming in the console market. That's a no-brainer, right? But I don't know. Like, I don't think that that's a good thing if it comes at the cost of alienating your most loyal fans. That's yeah. all. Totally agree. Yeah, yeah it's we got It's it'll be. It's on Microsoft and potentially Sony to to uh, not alienate those people. And if they they could just as easily. It's really going to be an interesting experiment, I think, one way or the other. All right. Quickly, we're almost out of time already. Uh, hey, remasters. We love those around here. Yeah. Batman Return to Arkham. What do you think that should come with, Dustin Legary? All, the, all of the all Arkham the games. games. <laughs> yeah. You would be wrong. Basically. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. not for thinking that, but you would no. be wrong with, that, <laughs> with it actually including that. Uh, this has been leaked out, and it apparently includes... The uh, PS4, Xbox One remaster of Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. That's not, it? Not Origins, yeah. not Arkham Knight. It's literally missing half of that series. Half of, ha- it's half what? of the Arkham games. I mean, why not just do one? Why not just do City? I don't, that's weird. So That's uh, so weird. Yeah. If, whatever. I'd, I think this, is, this, this goes into, the, it's, this goes the, into the FU pile of remasters. Yeah, I wouldn't. Why isn't it at least the three last-gen games? <laughs> Destin's well, I guess it's because I don't know how the ownership of Origins works. Yeah, I'll bet well, you that's owns it all. It doesn't matter. It's just they they might be trying to distance themselves because Origins was like bad, Origins. fine, yeah, but it, it, it wasn't in the same yeah, league as the Rock City. Yeah. It's it, the it Dark Knight Return, the, the Dark Knight Rises of the <laughs> yeah, trilogy. Yeah, Everything yeah. about it was just enough off that I didn't love Origins, especially after City, which was phenomenal, oh, incredible. Dude, okay, yeah. I think ah yes, what top. No Asylum way. is the best City one. for the oh, win. Asylum's great too. It's yeah. great, but, but I mean, City is the best up. one in no. my opinion. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> over here. Where's Team yeah. Hashtag Team Asylum. City. I think Marty likes Asylum. <laughs> Asylum's yeah. more focused, man. Asylum's excellent, but my goodness. Uh, <laughs> so I would be happy to play you Asylum fight again. Clown but... Hulk Joker. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. applause. That's silly. It's incredible. Arkham City has like five endings. Batman with a sword, like. This uh, is going to get ugly here in a second. I love it. If only good. we had time to yeah. just let you guys fight. But uh, So, yeah, if you missed Arkham Asylum, <laughs> is it? I don't know if it's backwards compatible, but I'm sure it, there's a cheaper way to acquire it. But if is. you want to play it on Xbox it's, One, you'll get a shot apparently fairly soon. Oh, God, I bet it's not because of this. <laughs> uh, real quick. The next Red Dead game, real quick, huge news, <laughs> allegedly has leaked. We don't, you know, this is obviously completely unconfirmed, but um, if it's fake, it's very convincing. A game map, allegedly from the next Red Dead game, which will allegedly be a prequel to allegedly. Red Dead Redemption. Allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that this map. You know, there's not a ton you can glean from a, a potential game map, but I like that it includes New Bordeaux, which is where Mafia 3 is set yeah. oh. in the sort of pseudo New Orleans. So that's just a, you know, and those are both published by the same company. Mm-hmm. So uh, if that ends up being real, I love that. I think that's a, that's that's a cool, cool, really cool Easter egg kind of touch. Mm-hmm. What do I, everybody wants this, right? There's nobody. There's, a new Red Dead? It's, yeah. It's ine- and it's got to be inevitable. Yeah. yeah. Right? Super just, excited. I would love a new Red Dead or like just anything Red Dead. Please more. Just anything. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> Yeah. Even uh, a remake? A card no! game. <laughs> a remake with only half of it in there? <laughs> uh, a mobile Red Dead game. No, not Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. We're going to split it into seven parts God. and release them over four yeah. years. For $100 each. Oh, yeah. Gosh. With in-game microtransactions <laughs> that you can spend even more on no. your favorite hats. You're all welcome. Uh, and then speaking of Mafia 3, I've got a new preview up on IGN. I got to go play it for a couple hours. Mm. I really, really liked it. And it's out. October 7th, they went ahead and gave that game a release date. So another fall game planting its flag in the ground. We had Final Fantasy 15 for September 30th, and now this is one week later. Mm-hmm. No, one month and change. One month, five weeks later. I don't know what calendars look like. <laughs> I can't handle what? it. Just he he can't figure out. The, forget what I said. His brain's okay. not working. All right. yeah. just, it was <laughs> out on October 7th. I wish I could take it all back. I really could. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Mafia 3, October 7th. No, I was right the first time. Yeah, you were right the I first time. I gotta go. That's why I got All right. confused. This sucks. It's <laughs> five weeks late. <laughs> I stopped listening to you guys like five minutes ago. I'm so ago. stressed out trying to get all this crap done before PAX where <laughs> yeah. I just can't even think straight It's anymore. a hell of a week. It's out a week after Final Fantasy 15. So the, the big games are starting to 
for the fall, they're starting to line up. Uh, so there you go. Mark your calendar, Mafia 3 on October 7th. Alana, uh-huh. what can we spend money on this week? Retail, nothing. Nothing. Uh, digital, we have Pang Adventures, which is $10. It's an arcade-style minigame. We have Skyling Garden Defense for $5, which is a 2D isometric maze game. Lichdom? Lichdom, I think. It's a lich, right? Like the the, digital mage. Oh, like a lich? The lich king. king. Maybe the Uh, CH is That one is $50, the first-person spellcasting game. That sounds sounds like it would be lich. You're right. Uh, Gear Gauntlet, which is $10. It's a 2D action arcade game. And Soda Drinker Pro, which is $10. And no one's really sure what it is. We have to do a Let's Play. I wonder what what it is. How do you even play it? What is that? I bet you tap buns and drink soda. It I doesn't don't know. look like totally that. Guessing. Watch the trailer. So it is all right. it's so, it's, I, I can't even explain it. I think it's going to be it. at PAX, actually. All right, I'll have to go I look at it. I do a Let's Play. Here's my I'll review. What? Yeah, yeah, it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> what? Out of ten. Uh, yeah. Eight out of ten. Could be nine if it was Coke instead <laughs> of Sprite or whatever. <laughs> yeah, where did they miss the sponsorship opportunity on yeah. that one? Uh, uh, what's going on in Games with Gold? We're, we're past the middle of the month, so. Yes. We have The Wolf Among Us, or Monk Plong. And Sunset so Overdrive. Get it. Oh, it's so free. Good. Sunset Overdrive is so good. And it's free. Both yeah. of these games are very good. Again. Uh, uh, Sunset Overdrive ends on the 15th of next month. And then on Xbox 360, we have Saints Row 4 from yeah. the 16th. You can get them today. To the 30th. You can week. get them now. Three, right now. Three games all for free, all available right now. That's mm. the three best simultaneously available for free games that yeah. they've ever yeah. had. Very, That's very good. So games. good. You mean Grab Minus Pool Nation? FX, right? Of course. Pool Nation I mean, was the best one, hail clearly. Hail to the king, right? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta yeah. bow down and tip your hat. Okay. Phil, when are you gonna bring back Pool Nation? We know it's your favorite game. <laughs> I played a lot of that game. Uh, <laughs> I really right. did. You're, you are the one. I'm the one. Yeah. You're the reason. I have like a lot of gamer score on it. And it's really really Alright, be right back with some trivia right after this. Alright. Unlock block trivia time. I know this is going to come as a huge shock, but our question this week comes to us from our friend, Christopher Calendaropoulos. Stop. Stop playing with it. You're ruining my trophy. No. Oh. no. You're not going to win it. Ooh. You don't know that. I don't, stop oh, making I it do. so jummy. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> We're going to have to Purell, Purell that thing. <laughs> uh, we've got the Ghost of Mitch at six, Marty at six points, but Marty's not here because he had a dumb meeting that he he decided he, his job was more valuable than this podcast so Fool. seems like a good so call. Yeah. whatever <laughs> destin at five points Ooh, close alana on the board with one and the shark at two so gotta gain some ground on the leaders here folks <sighs> meaning the dead guy and marty yeah <laughs> so <The> dead guy <laughs> uh, this is actually a really good question from christopher okay. he's gonna win a copy of a video game we've got Still plenty of the old Gears games, backwards compatible, Alan Wake, Quantum Break for PC, and actually, if he wants, I've gotten some uh, some people have kindly donated Gears of War 4 beta codes. That's obviously a limited time offer on that. So, Christopher's question for you guys, you'll just, you can write down, since I have the question printed off here, write down A, B, C, or D. Which of these original Xbox games was not developed by the now-defunct studio Smilebit. They were a very highly respected studio. So, which of the following not a Smilebit game? Gun Valkyrie, Panzer Dragoon Orta, Otogi Myth the Demons, or Jet Set Radio Future? Which was not Smilebit? <clears throat> a, B, C, D, or write down the name of it, whatever is easy for you. We're passing the pencil around. Can you read them again? Sure. A was Gun Valkyrie, B, Panzer Dragoon Orta, C, Otogi, D, Jet Set Radio Future. Not a smile bit game. We've all got our answers written down. I yeah. will go, uh, we'll go ladies first. Alana? Uh, I said C, which was a complete guess, but I'm pretty sure it's not Jet Set Radio Future. Wait. C, o- Otogi, or C, Jet Set Radio, or D, Jet Set Radio C. Future? C, Otogi. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shark? I did D, which is Jet, Jet Set. Set Radio. Okay. Again, Destin? kind of a guess. I had a B, Panzer Dragoon. Okay, so every, three different answers. It's also it's possible none of you are correct if it's A, but no, it, we do have one correct answer, and it is Alana. That's, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you meant Otogi C yes. and not, because yes. yeah, it was in fact, Otogi was from software, and ah. early from software. You, know, you, huh. you, you uh, Dark Souls uh, fans 
from software right. back in the PS, day. PS1? Otogi was original Xbox. Oh, wow. Which cool. was a great like ninja action game. I knew Panzer and, and Jet Set Radio were, but I wasn't sure about the other two. So, so there you go. 50, Alana 50. up to two. two. Good stuff. Christopher wins a video game, and if you would like to win a game, send your Xbox trivia question along with four multiple choice answers. Please note the correct one to unlocked at IGN.com. Quick plugs, folks, since we're already do the eight big minutes one. over. Oh, uh, well, wait, we'll do that. We have to record that separately at the end. Oh, okay. I think. I, I think we want so. it. Yeah, that's a separate no. deal. No, at no, the no, end. no, no, no. Do it now. Are you sure? Yeah. Sean's saying yeah, and okay. he's the producer of all like podcasts. Like, all right, so. fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, for those of you that watch the show on YouTube, if you don't, we'd love you to start, unless you're watching it in the IGN Xbox mm-hmm. One app, which is even better place to watch it, but... The show is moving on YouTube. We're getting our own YouTube channel. Yeah. We're saying FU main IGN <laughs> YouTube channel with 7 million subscribers. We're starting our own channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go, uh, so the place to bookmark and find the show on YouTube from now on is going to be YouTube.com slash IGN Unlocked. Because, of course, Unlocked was already taken probably by <laughs> a locksmith. Uh, like an yeah. actual locksmith. Mm, it's actually my other YouTube channel. I just unlock things. You just, it's, it's hugely successful. You go around with keys and <laughs> yeah. you see if it fits yeah. the lock. Oh, well, I unlock that door. Well, I'm not going to open it. Or will I? Incredible. Stay tuned next time. So yeah, I so, got to subscribe to that. Yeah. <laughs> if you prefer your podcast unlocked in, uh, via YouTube, please subscribe to youtube.com slash IGN unlocked. I'm super happy about this. This is it's something cool. that I've been like, it's kinda cool. for since January. So. This is all part of a big new content strategy in which we're aiming to clean up our main channel, but also give people who are diehard fans of our shows an easier and less convoluted way of finding it. Yeah. So and there you we're go. also hoping to do like a little bit more content for the things that are specific yeah. to yeah. Like maybe uh, do a we've Q&A been, that's special in there or something. Yeah, we've been wanting to do, because we talk all the time about, you know, we, we goof about uh, Blinks, the Time Sweeper, mm-hmm. so that, okay, well, let's... We, can, we can do let's plays of we can go back in time to all this crap that's stuck in my head and maybe you haven't even seen potentially. What was the one last week that we said we were going to turn it something into a drinking game? I don't oh, know what it boy. was. I don't, I don't know, but we should do that. I, I think it might have been burnout or something. Oh, that's right, drunk yeah. burnout. Yeah. Yes, yeah, we good can do memory. That. Was that so last week? That's burnout how I played that whole week. game. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so any different? Play that burnout three with. Shark and Alana, or you know, whoever we want to do it, we'll mix it up. We're going to do some Unlocked fun stuff. Plays Halo. Mm. Yeah, I need you guys to bring your A game. No one else plays. Three shot death. You no bring your backpack, Halo? sir. How about Wouldn't that? Everyone in this room play Halo. <laughs> no, but I mean, they stopped playing Halo. Now I'm like oh, yeah. the only one on my friends list who's playing Halo these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, I got you with that. All right, All right. Uh, real quick, let's plug some stuff, Destin. Where can we find you? What are you doing? Hurry. Just follow me on Twitter at Destin Legary, and you'll see anything big that I'm posting. Easy. Shark. Same thing. Follow me on Twitter at Shop by Finnegan. Also, my hub page on IGN just launched. That's <laughs> IGN.com slash wash slash series you, slash you narcissist. I love it. No, it's all of my All of the videos I That's make cool. and produce and am in are on that page. So if you just want to keep up with what I'm doing all the time. That's yeah, we, a good way to do it. We all have one of those. Yeah. Yes. I don't even know what my, my URL is. For it's that. just it's what Sean said, except your name. Except your name. Just Ryan or Ryan McCaffrey? IGN.com slash. Whole name, yeah. What? Ryan McCaffrey. It is? Okay. Slash, yeah, it's slash watch slash series slash your name. That's terrible. Perfect. I know. I have it pinned on my Twitter. Just go to my Twitter. Actually, I wonder, did I get a a go.IGN? No, but you can have that made. Yeah, I should. I will. Anyway. That's a good idea. Alana, what's up? I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but we launched a toys page. It has yes. Ooh, cool. all of the toys stuff that we do and unboxings that are now on IGN.com slash toys. That is a, that's, a, that's a URL yeah. right there. So that was something that we've had like in the works for a while, and uh, I'm really excited about it. It looks really cool. And you see literally everything did we do you, to do with toys. Did there. you unbox, did you do the, a video of that uh, insane uh, geth rifle from Mass yes. Effect? Yeah, yeah that's on there? That. Yeah, that's on there. Yep. I produced that one. It's on your desk. It's really heavy. Is <laughs> really heavy. Unbelievable. Yeah. So good. It's also beautiful. lights up. It does. Yes. Uh, you can f- find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. If you like this shirt, uh, you can buy it via a link to my little T-shirt store, along with a number of other designs. Uh, Tesla podcast, check that out. And Unfiltered. So Unfiltered this month, not directly Xbox-related per se, because they're working on a PS4 game right now, but Sean Murray, the mastermind behind No Man's Sky, really excited about that. That's going to hit at the end of the month. The rest of the Unfiltered is uh, I think that's getting its own YouTube playlist. Listen to that, because I am pretty convinced that dude's a genius. <laughs> Sean? Yeah. He might yeah. be. He's 
That's my he first talks question about to that. him, actually. Really? Yeah. That was my first question. Mm, you'll have to do listen you to consider find out yourself a genius? And so yeah. I'll. That's a good question. Because nice. I do. He must have said no. Well, you can't say yes. He says, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Even Some if you bro. think you are. That's yeah. true. You know? You never know. You never know what You'll he You'll have to say. watch and find He said, out. yeah, sup, bro, cracked the beer, slammed the whole thing, <laughs> crushed it on his forehead, and then walked out of the <laughs> studio. He <laughs> yeah. dropped the mic and yeah. walked out. It was the shortest unfiltered yet. <laughs> That's only a minute long. Ryan started crying for some reason. <laughs> it was really dramatic. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Check All that right. out. End uh, of the month. Let's let the Beyond crew get in here so that they can talk about Neo, their, their new toy this week. Hopefully, we'll get our own chance with some... We need some, we need some Xbox 1.5 leaks that we can really <laughs> we chew don't. on. Yeah. I would love it if Phil was like, you know what? The next Xbox will be the next Xbox. Yeah. Not this Half iterative, measure. mid-cycle nonsense. I would love that. Jump too far ahead. We'll have to wait and see. Yes. I don't know anything yet. I'm excited to find more stuff out. All right. Uh, and come meet us at PAX. Yeah. PAX East, that is. Very excited. This weekend. Uh, looking forward to meeting a bunch of you. And we'll see you back here next week. Bye, everybody. there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm torn by my feelings for two women bobby cannavale you can eat it or if someone hits you you can put it on your cut melanie linsky i wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet jason ritter i can break things and pick locks and kill people michael stuhlbarg the whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better ari grainer no don't whet its appetite what are you an idiot me justin martha that's not just any egg cream that's a lemke's special and all narrated by the hilarious richard kind this is the story of harry dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.